0: Is the all-weather portfolio approach finally broken? Ray Dalio for the last couple of years has been going on about bonds being crazy to own. You shouldn't own them, he says. Well, his own portfolio has 55% in bonds that was made famous through Tony Robbins' Money Master the Game. Widely followed, widely talked about. So surely it's the end, right guys? Well. Let's see, today's video goes into exactly whether that's the case. Hi guys, my name's James Corsier and welcome to the Money Paradox podcast, where we're all about helping you become financially free. So that you can focus on what you really want from life. Today, we're going into Ray Dalio's all weather portfolio approach and whether it is now finally broken, given the bonds are evil, or at least Ray Dalio seems to be saying. Well, before we can agree as to whether this is effectively what he's saying, that the all weather portfolio does not work anymore we first need to have a little recap as to what this portfolio is, how it came to be, and what its purpose is. Only then can we know whether it still works. But before I go on, just a quick recap. Why do so many people listen to Ray Dalio? Well, this is a guy that manages the largest hedge fund in the world, $150 billion and a lot of people take notice of him including central banks across the world so he's definitely someone you want to have on your radar if he isn't yet and where did this all weather portfolio approach come from well Tony Robbins a few years ago interviewed Ray Dalio and said look Ray if you had to pass on a portfolio approach to your kids or to someone on the street and you weren't able to give them kind of constant advice or pass on money yourself, what would it be? He said, that's easy, I've actually already done it. It's something he's already thought about because he knows at some point he's gonna die. And when he dies, he's gonna make, he's going to need to make sure his money that he's passed on to his family and other important areas are still being well managed, even though he can't control how it's invested. So he came up with this idea to invest in a way that it didn't need constant thought, that it would work in all seasons or in all weather. And that is where the title of this portfolio approach came from. And it's something that he is already using with his family, And in many areas and I believe he is actually in a small way allowing people to invest in a slightly more complicated version of this through his company Bridgewater but Tony Robbins pushed him really hard and said I know I know you're doing all of this stuff but I want a really simple version of this so that the average person at home can follow it he said okay let me have a think and what we'll be going through very briefly is essentially that But we also need to have a think about, well, where is the rationale coming from for this? And this quote from Ray Dalio accurately sets the scene. When looking back through history, there is one thing we can see with absolute certainty. Every investment has an ideal environment in which it flourishes. There is a season for everything. So, guys there we have it there are different asset classes effectively and those asset classes do well or do badly in different seasons in different environments different economic environments so Ray said about pulling together different assets together that do well in each of these seasons so that no matter what the season overall it will do well now check out this chart guys we're not going to go into a huge amount of detail but basically it's saying you can simplify all of economics when it comes to the various different asset classes and how they perform into four key areas and two real variables growth and inflation and when growth is increasing or decreasing or inflation is increasing or decreasing then different asset classes do well or badly depending on that so the idea of this portfolio is an in investing in assets that cover each of these four quadrants collectively so you'll see a few different asset classes here what he did was try to bring them together in the simplest possible way and here we have it guys here is the portfolio approach for the all-weather very simple five different things is a long-term bonds which are about you know 25 years plus 20 years very long length government bonds intermediate bonds we're, we're talking like three to seven years gold which we all know commodities which is like oil and timber and iron all of these things the commodities we use to produce things and then finally the stock market okay Now, the first thing people notice when they look at this portfolio is it is very bond heavy. We're looking, we're talking 55% bonds, right? That's a huge amount. And because of all of this talk around bonds at the moment by Ray Dalio himself saying, you'd be crazy to hold bonds, don't own bonds, then The next point people think about then is, well, geez, this all-weather portfolio, should I still be following it? Or should I start to think about investing in this area now? Or maybe start to think about other things? But before we really answer that question, we want to first understand why he has pulled this together and bonds is so much higher than the other things. And it's because even though there are different types of environments in which assets do well or badly. The extent to which these areas do perform well or badly vary greatly. So bonds go up or down in value in a small way, relative to say the stock market. The stock market goes up and down much more. There'd be huge swings. 2008, it dropped by 50%. In the last year, I'm pretty sure it's gone up by around 50%. So big swings guys, and in the bond market, it's a lot less. So you wanna have more bonds than stocks to accommodate that because it's all well and good saying, oh, well, I've invested in all these different areas when the thing that's gone up has gone up by a little bit, but all the things that have gone down have gone down by a whole load. So overall, you're still net negative, even though you've diversified into all the different areas that cover all your seasons. Make sense? If not, no worries. Watch this video again or do a bit more research. Simply put, it is just putting more of a weight to things that move less. Equally, gold, commodities, they're even more volatile than the stock market. So here we have a much smaller allocation, seven and a half percent for gold and commodities each versus say stock market, which is 30%. But you cry, bonds, it's all over at the moment. Everybody's saying don't own bonds because Ray Dalio himself is saying don't own bonds. That is true. Ray Dalio is saying that. And before we go on, I just want to mention that a lot of people understand the all-weather portfolio approach, but they often aren't that sure as to how they invest in it. Now, this is just an example, guys, so don't follow this religiously. But in the show notes, I've given you an example of the type of fund you can invest in for each of these five areas to to practically do it. But you've got to know for your own situation where you are living in the world and all those other factors that affect your investment decisions, right? But that will kind of really bring it to life. So I've got a direct quote from Ray Dalu in terms of this all-weather portfolio approach. And it's very fitting for what's going on in terms of what people are fearing in relation to bonds. The problem is every single asset class that you love will have a day where it drops 50 to 75%. If it's later in your life, you will not have the time to make up for it. So the very concern people are having around bonds at the moment is exactly the point Ray Dalio has sought to address with this portfolio approach so effectively what I'm hinting at there is this portfolio approach is by its very nature done to not change that it's for all seasons People have a view that bonds are going to do poorly in the future and going to go on a big yield hike and the value of them are going to do terribly over the next 10 years. But the very nature of this portfolio approach is it is structured in such a way that it is diversified around that. So even if one area does badly, another area will do well. We have no certainty in anything, but that is the merit. That's the point of this portfolio. Let's look at the performance of this portfolio over the last few years. Well Ray Dalio actually backtested it and so did Tony Robbins as part of the book it became famous through. He's generally expected to get a return of between 7 and 10% historically every year. But the reality is the stock market will over the long run be this approach. And that's obvious because this approach is designed to reduce the risk, the volatility of your returns. And that reduction in risk has a consequence. It means that your overall long-term returns are gonna be less. And actually in the book, it came out and said, over the last 75 years, that's a very long period of time, 85% of the years tested produced a positive return and in those years where it produced a negative return the average loss was just 1.5% so very very small and what was that worst year just 3.9% so from a minimising the downside risk this portfolio approach certainly historically has done phenomenally and that is in a setting where say the stock market has had epic crashes. We're talking 2008, 50%, 2002, 50%, crazy numbers. So here, this table will show you the returns of the All Weather portfolio over the last few years. So in the last year, it's produced a 10% return. And what's interesting is you can see how this has been made up, and it really proves the, the power of this approach. Okay, so the stock market has gone up 44% over the last year. Phenomenal, that is incredible. And if you'd have just invested in the stock market, you would be loving life right now. But the reality is not everyone is up for or is able to take on that level of risk. So how do we still get a strong return while minimizing the risk? And here we have it. Okay, so we've invested in other areas like bonds that have done worse so long-term bonds 10.7 percent drop over the last year that's a big drop guys for something that's considered to be safe but the point here is it's not that bonds are going to never go down in value it's that its correlation in relation to the other assets varies. so overall we minimize that volatility and downside risk other areas say gold and commodities that are really volatile Gold, not done much, gone down by 1%. But then look at commodities, it's gone up by 55%. So what we're doing is we're taking different asset classes together. They go up or down in different environments. And we bring them together and overall the net return is a lot more stable. 10% return. If we go back three years, a 10.5% average yearly growth rate. We go back five years 7.5% a little bit less but still strong. We go back 10 years 7.7% annual growth rate. So can you see guys how much smoother the returns are from this type of portfolio. Now we don't know what's going to happen in the future. This doesn't guarantee a certain return in the future but it does help to highlight the power of a portfolio approach like this. One of the reasons why this happens is because the nature of the Ray Dalio or weather portfolio approach is such that you must maintain the asset allocation. So if you're invested in the portfolio and then a year later bonds are down and stocks are up, well then the ratio of bonds to stocks is out of whack for the portfolio. So the idea is you'll need to then invest more in bonds or sell some of the stocks and move into bonds to equalize again. And what is that doing? It's forcing you to sell high and buy low. This is the exact opposite of what most retail investors do. And it's this human psychology that gets in the way of a lot of people's success. Most people buy high and then sell low. They buy high, because of FOMO and not wanting to miss out on all of these crazy returns like what's going on in the stock market and then selling low when everything crashes and they fear that everything's going to go to zero. So when we follow a very strict approach like this it causes us to move away from poor psychology and just follow the principles and the mechanics that builds success. But you say this time is different James we can't invest in the all-weather portfolio approach because bonds are going to do terribly. We're on record low yields. The only way is up. Well, that may be the case. And if you know with 100% certainty that the value of bond funds are going to go down over the next 10 years, then yes, don't invest in bond funds. It's a no-brainer. But do you know with certainty? They are low, but could they go lower? Could they go into negative levels? Could they stay like that for 10 years? Could the stock market do poorly? If you don't invest in bonds, what do you invest in? Do you hold it in cash? Well, then you're going to erode that value by inflation. So we must ask ourselves the question, if we're not going to do something, what else are we going to do? What is the opportunity cost? What is the alternative for us? It's not just about saying no definitely not that and when we say we think we know something do we know it and to what extent do we know this also why did we go into a particular approach in the first place the all-weather portfolio is designed for investing in it for the long term and not changing it no matter what the season we still do the same thing Now, if we break that and we move to something else, that's okay. We can do that, but if we break that and move on to something else, we are now in the market of deciding and changing what we want. We either move into a different portfolio approach, but then how long do we stay in that? At what point do we move back to the all-weather portfolio? All of these questions start to come. Let's say we sell all our bonds. What do we put it into and then say we put that all into the stock market at what point do we sell those things and move into something else so guys when we change an investment approach we always want to be careful as to exactly why we're doing it and be clear on the new rules and principles in which we follow going forward now this isn't me saying everybody should stay with the all weather portfolio it's me saying, think about these things carefully before we make a big change like this. Because if we move out of something like the All Weather Portfolio, we're going into things like time the market. Well, oh, I don't think this is good, but this is good. Well, then what happens if bonds actually go up in value? Then what, are we gonna go back into it? Think these things through. But you say, there are key things that are no brainers for me. I am very confident in this. And that is fair enough. There are some big topics going on around at the moment that are making people be concerned about investing in certain areas. Well, look at the last, look at commodities. Over the last 10 years, the annual growth rate from this table, negative 7%. So it's like, surely I wouldn't invest in commodities. It's been doing so badly for the last 10 years. Well, you could say it's done so badly that actually the reason why it's gone up so much in the last year is that it's the start of regaining a lot of that loss from the last 10 years. Or you could say, actually, you know what? It's already regained a huge amount. It's not really gonna do anything anymore. You see how all of these different opinions can change our view on what to invest in. Another really powerful table here shows the declines in both the stock market and the all-weather portfolio over three critical time periods. In 2002, when we had the dot-com bubble crash, the stock market crashed by 50%. The all-weather portfolio by just 12%. In 2008, the stock market crashed by 44%. All-weather portfolio, just 5%. So big differences, right? And then finally, in 2020, stock market crashed by 21% at the height of the COVID fears. In the all-weather portfolio, it dropped by just 2%. So you can see here, guys, the power of this. For a lot of people, investing in the stock market, in theory, would produce the best long-term returns if they were able to stomach it. But the reality is the stock market moves up so much and down so much that the stomach churn of that can be extremely painful and who's to say we have the fortitude to stick through those difficult times the Ray Dalio Waller portfolio approach is popular because it often avoids these big swings that causes us the stress and challenges our ability to stay the course so in 2020 only just last year it proved itself again a great quote from ray Dalio again is timing the market is basically paying poker with the best players in the world who play around the clock with nearly unlimited resources you do not want to be in that game and so guys if we move out of a portfolio at this point are we doing timing the market are we saying oh bonds are really valued high at the moment i'm going to pull out of that i'm going to buy into something that's lower like crypto for example this isn't to say we can't do these things but we've got to be damn sure about the consequences when we start to make these changes so guys in summary when is this portfolio approach generally good or bad for someone well it can be good when you want to be investing a lot of money and you don't want to do it in a way where you're worried about big swings in your returns. So you can be invested in it and know that generally you're not going to get these big crashes like you do in specific asset classes like the stock market, like gold, like commodities, like crypto and so on. Two, it allows us to be invested if we are fearful of investing in specific areas that could cause big crashes. Because one of the worst things you could be doing right now is just to not be invested. By not investing you're staying in cash and you're allowing your money to devalue over time. There are big concerns about inflation at the moment and it escalating. There's already signs that it has escalated a lot and that just simply means your money is going to devalue even further. All of this printing of money is actually causing inflation far more than the inflation of a particular currency. And that's because assets across the board are going up in value. And so if you're not holding those assets, that then in the future when you do go to buy them, they're more expensive and then they're harder for you to get in. So think about that, guys, when you're avoiding being in the market. But when might be not good times to invest in this type of approach. Well, if you're a young investor and you're willing to, ha- to, t- willing to take higher levels of risk, then you could invest in different approaches that come with that higher volatility, like fully investing in the stock market or investing in a diversified portfolio of different, more riskier, but potentially more higher returned asset groups. I've covered videos previously that talks about if you don't invest in bonds or you don't invest in this approach, what are the kinds of things that you could consider investing in instead. Equally, if you're able to invest over a longer period of time and smaller amounts, it allows you to be able to adapt and change as you go. And then finally, If you are willing to follow and understand trends and specific risks that are coming now or on the horizon and you have a good confidence on how that can impact certain asset classes and you can adapt your portfolio to minimise those risks, protect specific drops and thereby maximising your overall returns over the long run, then Doing something that changes over time could be a benefit. But guys, remember, if you go down that approach, be careful and always have a clear view of what your principles are as you do it if you're going to move away from something very strict like the All Weather Portfolio guys I hope you found this video useful if you did please do give me a like it really helps with the algorithm gets this video out to more people if you'd like to hear on my future videos on this type of topic and other areas that help you become financially free please do hit that subscribe button and you'll get notified for those future videos also if you want to leave a comment below let me know about any other videos you want me to cover, your thoughts on this topic. If you agree, you disagree, I would love to get a conversation going. I'd be more than happy to reply and give you my thoughts. That's all from me. Have a great week and I'll see you soon.